0: Hey, welcome to episode 94 of the Collector's Quest podcast. Does it get on your nerves when people organize their turbo games in color order, or when people parrot satirical YouTuber criticisms of retro games rather than forming their own opinions about it? In this episode, we're going to talk about some of our pet peeves in collecting video games, such as why are there entire communities that only seem to care about the price of the games they find rather than the gameplay or the history of the games themselves, or why anyone selling any game to Johnny does anything. Don't forget to leave us five stars on iTunes. Let's go. i'm tyler here with my wizened and experienced co-host johnny uh, did you just call me old i did why no you're experienced jesus that's rough i i'm, I'm sorry johnny. I actually feel... i forgot how old you even are i'm just gonna uh, say 31 and then you'll probably <sighs> feel good <laughs> Oof. you
1: are wet you're very incorrect i am not 31 i'm going well, to be 40 this year it's it's real rough Enjoy the rest of the year, then. I guess. I guess I'm old, Tyler. You're going to have to horse this without me. I don't know how much longer I can go.
0: I mean, it's true. In a decade or two, it's going to be like, oh, all this stuff is just holding me down. It's going to sell it all. Midlife crisis and buy a sports car from the 80s. Um, I don't like sports cars from the 80s. They're ugly. So.
1: Also, if I was gonna freak out and buy a, a a car that is probably more money than I should spend on a car, it would probably be a Tesla. I mean, and honestly, I could like on a unlike the new model Teslas, I could even get away with that. I think I, it wouldn't that wouldn't even cripple me. It wouldn't even be like people would look at me like, "Well, eh, maybe that's a little nicer than you should drive," but that wouldn't be too far off.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't look like that weird old guy that clearly dumped a lot of money into. Like a Camaro or
1: something. You're like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, nice Corvette, old grandpa. Guy. <laughs> yeah, cool. Are you cruising by the high school in that later? Ew, gross. No one likes that. Stop it.
0: Well, you know, give it, give it another few years, and then you'll just need to sell your Outback Joey in its little box, and then you'll be able to buy whatever sports car you want, right?
1: Yeah, because all
0: this stuff yeah. is an investment.
1: Uh, oh yeah. Every who's looking at my retirement fund right now. If I was going to sell all of my stuff, I would immediately put it into real estate, not not, um, a car. Cars just
0: appreciate. That'd be like, that's the worst idea ever. Boy, Johnny, it's really a pet peeve of mine when people talk about video games like an investment. Oh, really? Is that a pet peeve? That's weird. What a segue, Tyler. Please tell them about what our episode is. So today's episode is Flush with Plush. We're going to be talking about video games that came with plushies. Yep, that's the
1: one we're going with. By the way, that is a real title I made for an episode coming soon, but that's not what we're talking about
0: today. We are talking about pet peeves that we have within... Like when Tyler just has to make a terrible joke at every chance to ruin a Segway.
1: Yeah. You know, I you had a chance for a Segway joke because I'm old, right there, and I think you really missed an opportunity.
0: Wait, what? What did I miss? You uh, Like the Segway, the motorized vehicle, like... You could no, have made an old person's seg- joke. Who thinks about segways? What year is it? We're talking about Teslas now. Segways are old futurism. I I like segways. Have you ever been on a segway?
1: That's a I have uh, never been on. Sidebar: Have you been on? You've never been on a segway? They are fun. Like if you could ever do like a segway tour, that's fun to do. Those. I like walking. I need my exercise, Johnny. I'm fat. Yeah, me too. But segways are still fun.
0: If you've never been in a segway race, you're missing out. I've done that. That's awesome. Didn't the owner, the guy who made Segways died on a Segway by falling off a cliff, right? Did he? I'm 90% sure that's true. I really hope, I love when things like that happen. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it seems plausible just because you'd think like the guy who made the Segway, probably really into Segway, so he probably was just riding it everywhere. So if anyone was, it was going to happen to anyone, it was going to happen to him. Well, they had
1: those off-road Segways for a while with the big off-road tires and you could go do like, uh, you know, trail tours on them, which looked fun. I would have done one.
0: No, Johnny, I, I just came back from, from the forests of Washington hiking for a whole weekend. I'm not going to talk about ruining that experience with electric vehicles. Ew. Forest. Ew. Jeez. You went to that great outdoors, Tyler? What a oh, jerk. man. Have you seen how pale I am? It's
1: clear I don't get in the sun. Anyways, this episode is about pet peeves. And it's not yeah. just like any pet peeve. It is specific to retro collecting. So this this one's for... For all you guys, see if you do the things that we dislike. And then also be sure after this episode to tell us all the things you hate, and then we can compile a massive list of all the things we hate and just alienate ourselves
0: from everybody. It'll be amazing. Dude, Who, whoever said retro gamers were negative about everything? Come on. Uh, Well, anyone listening to you knows that's true. Yeah, that is kind of true. <laughs> yeah, you are. No, I, I'm really positive on a couple consoles like Nintendo and Sega CD. That's it. Like everything have, else is pretty much garbage. Okay. Well, we're we're not really. I'm joking, dear listeners. Uh, we're uh, we're gonna have Where a we're problem. We're going, there. Johnny. Let's let's talk about know, one like of you, these things we're
1: talking about. It's pet peeves. We already we already did that, Tyler. You were yeah, gone right. in episode. Let's, you like lost your emoji. You forgot Jesus. how to do this. I give this guy one week off, and he forgets.
0: Johnny, give us a pet peeve. Let's, no, let's start the, the content train p- going. All right, Tyler, give us a pet peeve. Yeah, Tyler. All right, the first one's easy. It's not it's stickers but it's not He's just like oh, for stickers. stickers stickers on carts they're just the worst no i mean stickers are a fact of life like retro gaming stores and thrift stores whatever they're gonna put stickers on labels because they're stupid that's, that's fine whatever that's okay it's people who don't take stickers off their games and no okay i'm giving a pass here if you're one of these people who's like oh man it's got this cool you know, video motion is that's my local video store from back in the day. If you want to keep those vintage stickers on whatever, fine. That's, that's fine with you. It's, it's people who buy like PS2 games at GameCube games that have those terrible yellow GameStop stickers on the spine and they just throw them on the shelf. They're so hard to get off. If there is, if, if I see one of those stickers on a shelf, I'm like, this whole shelf is just ruined. You just ruined the whole feng shui of the shelf because you were too lazy to use some Goo Gone and your nail to take that sticker off. Do you know that not even Goo Gone will get some of the old GameStop stickers off? They are the, they are cancer. Yeah. The really small
1: ones, those are rough. Ugh. So bad. Just like, why? Or like, remember when they asked to put, used to put like the giant U sticker, like the red and yellow one on the
0: front? Ugh. Oh, yeah like why did you do this they used to tape i remember uh they they would tape the whole case shut as like a kind of warranty seal and i just told him like no please don't put that on i promise i'm not gonna return it and he's like nope i'm gonna put it on like wow you're just a dick
1: yeah i there's a couple of places that do that uh best buy if you like order online they want to stamp your thing and they'll go to like stamp my case on a game and i'm like do not do not stamp that. I'm like, if you need to stamp this little sticker, I'll pull it off the game, but do not stamp onto my game. And they look at me like I'm a maniac. But I don't want... like They stamp your game? uh, Well, they do. Like, if you order it online, it says, like, online pickup. It's like this little red and white tag. And then they just stamp down on that, and that sticker will be on the front of the game. So what it winds up doing on, like, a Nintendo game um, or any CD-based game, if there's,
0: like, the recycle holes, it winds up, like, crinkling it. Putting a little crease, I hate it, Johnny. It sounds like there's no good way to buy modern games. You can't buy it from Amazon. They're not going to put any padding in the box. You can get it for pickup from Best Buy. They start stamping the stickers on the game. Well, Best Buy, Best Buy has gotten better. I complained enough because the other
1: thing they used to do is that sticker that they'd put on it, like the ordered online. They would do that like on Amiibos and stuff, and I or special editions, and the adhesive was too strong. So when you went to pull it off, it would tear. The box of the game, or tear like the cardboard off the amiibo. So I I I complained pretty hard multiple times, and I eventually got my local Best Buy to understand who I was, and then they (laughs) stopped putting it on mine. Like they put it on everyone else's, but I was such a pain in the ass. They were just like, just put it next to his thing. Like who gives a shit? We'll we'll be okay. So, but they still have never got my name
0: I'm always telling you, people know you. Oh, people yeah. Best Buy obviously the, know you. Those people don't
1: know me for any good reason. Those people are like, oh, fucking this guy again. I walk in and people go, oh, like, I'm that <laughs> I guy, it. sadly.
0: Oh, well. I How would, do you feel about stickers? You, you don't have any stickers facing I, outward on your shelves, do you, I have, Johnny? I have some. Mostly Gross. no. Mostly no, for the most part. But on
1: some, uh, like, and we, I went through a big thing uh with the vgdb he was over one day and was like let's remove all the stickers from your gamecube games i said cool let's do that and many hours later we were done it was actually two sessions but uh yeah we did that but there was also um there's like some old ps2 games and stuff that aren't displayed and maybe some wii games that i haven't got to yet that still have them so I, you know, I can't there's say some of those
0: xbox lots where you're buying 200 games at a time. Oh for sure Yeah, I haven't got to
1: those ones yet either. I'm just like, you know what? They're not actually displayed. So who cares? All right. Well, that's stickers. Um, okay. Okay. Well, here is the thing I dislike immensely and It's dumb, right? Because this is one of the things we we talk about and it's gonna sound like I'm contradicting myself for a second so listen carefully Okay, when people say complete or CIB, uh, now, now here's the part you should listen to. I don't mind any of that. It's when it's missing one of those items. Like you can call it complete or CIB if you've got the manual cart and the, and the box for me. But I will see them listed as complete or CIB and it's like missing the manual or missing the box. I'm just like, what are you, what are you talking about? This is not complete. This is not this or like some other major... You're just like, oh my God! How, how do I explain this to you? Do you not know? Are you a jerk? Like, are you trying to scam people? Then I like look at their feedback, and they're selling other games, and they've sold lots of games before. And then I'm like, am I the guy who sends you a message on eBay that's like, by the way, I wanted you to know that your item is not actually complete, and if I purchase this from you, I would be very disappointed to find it was missing its manual, and I would be filing a claim with eBay. So you might want to adjust your listing, your listing post haste. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if I, I need to be that like guy. honestly. I buy the majority of my games on eBay. And I, I buy a lot of cartridges, but, like, I've been buying a lot of complete Sega games. I can say I almost never run into this issue. I I see this at least once or twice a week. I don't know I don't how know. you miss I it. Mean, I mean, I'll i see, like, okay, they're missing this registration card, they're missing this map, and they're calling it complete. Like, obviously, this guy knows Final Fantasy came with a map. He's a game retailer. But, no, I don't know. I just don't hit this that much. I like when they when they say, oh, yeah. like, in box or boxed, and then the pictures only show the right side of the box. So, it's like... Obviously it doesn't have a manual, it'd be taking a picture of that, but you're trying to leave it up in the air. We we see what you're doing there. That's right. I think that's just kind of funny. Um I got more on that, like into my next pet peeve. but we'll we'll go on to your next one. All right. Well, my next one is it's the fact that no one can agree on how to clean a Nintendo game. And so Who Who are these people? Every all of us. How have we not figured this out yet? coin collectors figured it out you just you don't you don't clean coins comic collectors figured it out you're allowed to do some like dry erasing and anything wet is not okay i've already given my opinion that Deoxit d100l or the diluted cousin d5 is like holy water there's not a single thing i can't get to work with it where i've had to resort to abrasives but we're all adults now so everyone who played nes growing up is an adult and we're material scientists and we're chemists, and we're engineers, and I don't understand how we couldn't get five people together in a room, and they just be like, okay, this is the way, this is the proper way you clean games, it doesn't damage them, it makes them all work, this, this is it. We still have people, you go on a freaking, you, any YouTube video about cleaning games, and there's some guy there in the comments that's like, "Uh." What I I just used Windex. Windex is freaking great. It works every time. It's, it's it's ridiculous that we can't agree. Is Windex not good for your games? What's that? You don't. Are you you screwing with me? I I'm just curious.
1: Is it not good? No, I definitely so, uh, have never used just, Windex. Tell we me. Have
0: metallurgically appropriate products to clean edge connector metallurgy there there's a oh, word. man I, I thought of that word before your... the episode i'm like i'm <laughs> gonna use the word metallurgically that's <laughs> a nice or, word yeah <laughs> yeah i'm very good you went to college windex Ooh. it's got blue dye in it it's got scents in it it's got ammonia in it it this isn't like what is the so, proper thing to ammonia clean? evaporates into the air so that should be good right dude i don't freaking know i don't know anything about windex i'm not one of these smart people i can't tell you what the best thing to do to clean a golden edge connector is Okay, here's another thing. How about what w- people, the the freaking gaming historian, a popular guy on YouTube just put out a video, and he's like, NES pins are brass, so last resort, you can clean them with Brasso. Like, I'm not... Ooh, that is your pet peeve. You hate it. <laughs> I'm not... I don't know anything about PCBs, but NES pins aren't brass, are they? They're uh, nickel plated with gold, right? Am I crazy? I... I don't know. I don't care. I, how long have we been using PCBs with edge connectors? The seventies, the sixties, the fifties. How have we not found the one true way to clean a Nintendo game? Drives me nuts. Well, I mean,
1: I only clean my games the way the back of the Nintendo cartridge tells me I should.
0: Oh, so no, that's
1: with an authorized, uh, Nintendo cleaning kit. I've definitely
0: never put hydrogen peroxide on a Q-tip and wiped my pins. Do not touch the edge connectors with your fingers. Do not clean with solvents or immerse in water. Oh, I thought it said something about alcohol in the I guess I solvents. thought they
1: did. Maybe maybe we've all just shorthanded or maybe that's like later
0: that they start I'm doing. i getting that. another one. But yeah, oh, don't clean with benzene thinner, alcohol or other such solvents. Yeah, clean it with alcohol, yeah. you jerks. When I was a kid, I used to just take
1: <laughs> the real thing I did besides Blowing on it so hard that it would whistle. I don't care if people say that that shit doesn't work. It works. It must work somehow. There's too much
0: anecdotal evidence for me to be swayed. Well, I mean, that's the a, problem. That's a the, another problem I have here is that it's not about it working. Because almost anything works. You could take sandpaper to an NES cart and it'll work right after you do it. The problem is if you're removing or damaging the very thin gold plating, you're subjecting the cartridges to further oxidation over time. So we might, it might work right now, but you know, 10 years down the line, everyone's cleaning their carts with Brasso, then, you know, half our NES carts don't have the gold plating on anymore.
1: Right. You, you are, you are destroying the very thing you are seeking to preserve or make better. Yeah. It's short-term thinking. It's real dumb. Yeah. Anyways, as a kid, like I said, I would just lick
0: Q-tips, literally just lick a Q-tip and wipe it in there. That's like, get the dirt out. Better than any of us did. I never used a Q-tip. I would just blow as hard as I could. I thought like it was just really stubborn Uh dust. Yeah, I mean, I did I did the blowing thing, too, like I said, until it whistled. Did you ever do that? Where, like, if you do it just right, you will get a high pitch whistle when you do it. I was it. a real big fan of holding the cartridge vertically and blowing in up and down. A lot of people did the side-to-side. I thought you'd get more powerful if you did it up and down. I went up and down. But, like, literally, if you, like, make a seal with
1: your lips and then you blow. You'll, like, I'll, maybe I should just demonstrate it. Do I have a Nintendo cartridge? No, ready? no, don't if, do oh, this, Johnny. <laughs> Yeah, let's see if I can still do it. It's so been a long time. Hold on. <laughs> Hear that noise?
0: <laughs> that is, I definitely did. <laughs> that's from. No, I have not done that.
1: That is me blowing into a cart hard enough to make it whistle. There you go. That right, was set that aside I, and go clean that with some alcohol now. As a child, that was my my way to get that done. Uh, that sure, and the Q-tip. Parents loved it. My parent, you know the story of my parents. They didn't give much of a shit about anything. Anyways, so yeah, that was my method. But I was I'm also real finicky about having clean ears, so uh, I always had Q-tips in the house. Like that was one thing that was always in the house because I suffered As a ear infections. You were
0: finicky about clean ears. Yeah,
1: well, I always used to get ear infections a lot, so like, uh, like,
0: you I like like I used
1: sticking Q-tips in your ears. Oh, uh, probably, but uh, no, I had tubes in my ears and they were severely damaged, and I was like partially deaf in my right ear for a long time. There was a, a lot a lot of shit that happened, like. This tube never came out of my ear. They tried to pull it out. Destroyed the three small bo- bones in my ear. Totally pulverized them. Uh, had an eardrum that wouldn't close forever. Which gave me a minor speech impediment. Because I wasn't hearing myself well enough when I was speaking. Yeah, it, it led to a lot of dumb shit. Um, anyways, uh, so yeah. I felt like I always had water in my ears. So I was always like trying to dry them or keep them clean when I got out of the shower. Because that's how it happened. I'd swim or something. And then I get water in my ear, and that's so. Yeah. Anyways, had a it lot of few tips. Sounds like the worst, Johnny. It kind of was. So here is uh, my next pet peeve. Uh, where are you good with yours? You done? You or do you want to say anything? I'm else?
0: Done. I mean, I could go. We can go on for another five minutes. Not uh, just just go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So mine is
1: back to eBay listings or any listings anywhere anywhere where they show a real tight close up of the label of the item. So, you can't tell if it's the box or not, and they like kind of crop it. So, you're like, Is that the box? And you have to like open the option, and you're like, oh no. Or, like if you're on your phone, if you're on like a small device scrolling, it used to be a lot worse, like on my smaller phones. You'd see this, and I'm like, Oh, is that the box? And you're like, No, it's just the fucking label. They just cropped it to make it look like it's the box. Yeah. I mean, just. Dis- th- th- Deceptive kind of advertising. Well, see, I that's fine. I expect it too, but it is one of my pet peeves. I just don't like people trying to be like outwardly deceptive in okay. in their auctions. So we can call it that. Like, you know, uh, and that's like I said, ties kind of the last thing where people say, you know, complete and it's missing an item. So this kind of is like a, a combo piece to that. It's just that whole idea, you know, or when people say, you know, no box or you know complete game but no box or they they add some something to make you it appear in your search how about read description okay might as well
0: skip this listing because this has some shit going on yeah
1: you're like you're like uh manual you know and then it's like no manual like that shit with magic cards it's really annoying because they're like you're like you look up foil or whatever and then it's like not foil like come on yeah but so it appears in the listing and then they usually have it priced higher so shit like that. Any kind of any kind of monkeying around with your auction title to or your picture to make me think that there's something in there that isn't. Uh yeah, or you show the like complete game, you're like, "I'm only selling the cart. Please see my other listings for the rest of this." You're like, "Fuck you. Get out of here." I hate that kind of stuff.
0: Shout so, out to the people who take a game apart and show like every single manual and every single insert and they spread it all out so you could see it from the thumbnail if you do that i look at all of your listings because it's like oh my god this is like paradise i could see everything at a glance yeah i my next pet peeve ties into that exact thing
1: as well well Well, what is it we could segue johnny okay segue right into it listings any listings any forum post where you're trying to sell something, all of mine it has to do with people trying to sell stuff. That's what I've just noticed, because that's what I'm constantly doing with games, is trying to buy them. So I'm annoyed by the things that people do when they're trying to sell them. All right. Look, we're in the modern era. You've all got a fucking phone attached to you. It's in your hand all the goddamn time. Take more than one stupid picture, okay? Well, you know, one shitty blurry picture. Are you kidding me? It's 2018, not 2002 on eBay. Take, like, four fucking pictures. Please take a picture of the back of the box... If it's got a big fucking crease on the spine or something, take a picture of that. Don't leave me guessing. Because then what I'm going to do is, like, you know, come on, really? You're going to, I'm going to get it in the mail and I'll be like, oh, I guess this was, this was how it was. Did I not look carefully enough or is this guy an asshole? Come on.
0: Be better than that. I mean, that happens and I go back to the listing. I get like an SNES game with like a screwed up back and I go back to the listing. I'm like, yeah, you didn't take a picture of the back. And he has it listed as acceptable, so. Yep. That's what I'm Damn saying. It. Like all that kind of screwy stuff. All of mine deals with this. So
1: we don't need to keep segueing, or I'll just tell you all of mine. And it all has all to right. do with buying video games.
0: Go ahead. All right. My next one is there's there's two parts. It's it's flea markets, garage sales, and thrift stores. And they're fun. Garage sales aren't fun anymore. Flea markets are still fun. But I hate two things about these. First, it's that people in 2018. We're still talking about them like it's a good way to find old games. Oh, man. If I could give you guys...
1: Okay. Listen, Collector's Quest audience. If you could do one thing and you want to pick up games for amazing prices, I want to tell everyone, you know, garage sale season is here, so make sure you're getting up early and you're hitting those garage sales. You're definitely going to find Nintendo games there.
0: I, yeah, I freaking hate the people down. They line up down the street like at 7 a.m. An hour before any garage sale, at least five cars lined up down the street. It's it's ridiculous here. And But the worst part is like my area was farmland 20 years ago. So if you're looking for Nintendo games, they're not here. There's no no one's cleaning out their attic in at Nintendo games or anything exciting because all the houses were built in the 90s and 2000s. What the hell are you doing? Well, I mean, it's I
1: I disagree with you a little bit here only because if they're looking for the specific things you're looking for they're not you're not finding probably Nintendo or Super Nintendo games those are rare but if you're picking up like Xbox lots you can still sometimes find some N64 stuff you know if you're looking for PS2 stuff like you might find that stuff but don't like I I don't I, I hesitate to give anyone advice saying you're gonna find stuff of you know n64 backwards at garage sales because that's uh, you're starting to get pretty unlikely
0: all right so there's more to this so into the weather you're gonna find stuff so i used to go to the flea market all the time in the 2000s to find nes games and i mean back then the question wasn't am i gonna find nes games it's yeah i'm gonna find nes games is there gonna be anything like really cool or interesting or rare in there so it's nowadays you go to the flea market it's like you find two loose games from the 80s and 90s it's like oh that's a score now i don't know the other thing i have a problem with is like there's entire communities that are just built up and it's mostly like reddit and youtube uh,
1: built up around
0: finding random games and saying like like building that they're proud of it like their whole collection is just build of the random crap they found in their garage sales and i know there are people who buy and resell and they have sweet collections basically built from garage sailing. Uh, like cjr on on youtube he has like a really huge game room And I think he garage sales like it's his job. If you want a collection of video games, if you want a good collection of video games, buy the video games that you want. If you even assumed that every time you go out, you would find something, which you won't. It's like building a collection of classic DC comic books by buying the $5 bulk grab bags on eBay and then hoping that you get something good in there. You're just bringing home like Barbie's horse adventure on PS2 and, and that's random a good sports find. games. find. That is a good find, Tyler. How dare you?
1: And you know, if that was on the Xbox, that's an excellent find.
0: Oh my God. I, I paid $4 for this video game. Price charting puts it at $12. Epic score guys going on the shelf. Like, forget yeah. that. Don't that is, save your pre- time. Save your money. Don't buy stacks of random games that you're just going to look up the value of and then jerk off a little bit and then put them on your shelf. Save your time. Just go buy a copy of Ninja Gaiden 3 on eBay and have enjoy your life with your great collectible and fun game.
1: So, yeah, see, I don't know if I agree with you on all that, but well, I, I mean... Well, you agreed we, on Ninja, Ninja Gaiden, Gaiden 3 at least. No, nope, still no. You don't I, agree with me? No, I, I, I mean, is buying a stack of... Shitty Xbox games or Ninja Gaiden 3 more worth it in the long run? Uh, probably the Ninja Gaiden 3, right? Things that have value are more likely to retain value than a bunch of stuff that has no value might grow into value. You're just hoping to add something that spikes. That's like not the best way to collect. Uh, but I'm also an opportunistic buyer. So, and you know, I'm I'm fond of being an opportunistic buyer. So I, buying man. smartly. So I don't it's necessarily different for you
0: because you're just like, you're buying everything in the world that you don't have. That's but not if true. if you're starting from nothing, I mean, buy the freaking, wow. buy Super Mario World, buy Ninja Gaiden, buy wow. Ocarina of Time. Like, don't go out to thrift stores the first thing with game collecting and be like, all right, gonna pick up Poker and Blackjack on the Intellivision card only because it's here and it's only a $1.99. Uh, well. That that's that's horseshit. You shouldn't do that.
1: I mean, and you've you've heard my advice. You, you know, I, I say like have a plan, and you don't need to collect everything, right? Like, be money. You know, be wise with some of your spending. Uh, a deal is a deal, but you know, also at what cost? Because eventually, you will get to this point when you are collecting. If you are just buying everything, I mean, you are. You're buying it, but you're also taking space out of your house and home, right? Especially if you're buying a bunch of bulk stuff that's not going to have any value for a long time. You're basically, there's a cost to have that stuff in your house. I mean, you have a finite amount of space. So putting it there, you know, it, like, sure, you got it for $5, but now for the next 10 years, you'll never be able to put anything there. and Or you'll have to, like, maintain it and, like, look after it. I, j- I just don't believe in all of that. I don't believe you're stressing that you should me out, Johnny. just buy stuff just to
0: I'm looking like, around
1: and you're stressing me out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were just saying like, buy, be more like buy one good thing b- rather than a bunch of shitty things, which I agree to a point. Um, depends how you're doing it, but don't be so foolish as just to buy everything just because you don't own it. Doesn't mean you need to own it. I also say have a goal and have a plan You know, if, if I'm working on a set, those are, that's typically what I'm buying. Am I typically working at like one or two things at a time or two or three things at a time? Yeah, always. Because I, I, but I have a plan. I, there's some basic, you know, modus operandi that I, that I'm working with. It's not just like, I found a game in a stack, so I'm taking it home. And like, if I have doubles or even if it's like, oh, I mean, this one's like $5 and I could get it for a dollar. I'm not necessarily taking that home. The next guy can have that. I don't care. It's nonsense. You don't need to buy everything.
0: I know you're a big fan of leaving deals for the next guy, Johnny.
1: He's I am a, a good person. I am a fan of leaving the deal. Like, if I already have it, there's. I, look, I'm not going to leave all the money on the table, but I am fond of sharing the wealth. Johnny, when was. You don't go to like flea markets and thrift stores at all, do you? There, I. No,
0: I don't waste my time. In thrift stores,
1: because there's none none here, and my time is more valuable
0: than that. But, like, when was the last, like, just, even just, like, passing into one, when was the last time you really found something? 80s or 90s, PS2 doesn't count, in a thrift store. Uh, Zero. (laughs) Just nothing? You've never found anything in a thrift store? Uh, no, no. Your time has Uh, always been valuable. Some of us (laughs) (laughs) did this uh, when we had no money, Johnny. Well, no,
1: they, I mean, I used to go to garage sales, so uh, early 2000s. Early and mid-2000s. There was this Uh, one Salvation, not a Salvation Army, but a store like that, that I found just an F-ton of Super Nintendo carts. Some that are still in my collection, but a lot of them got, like, I I parted out um, at the time. Because I didn't think I was ever going to collect those things. Probably a mistake in there. But yeah, I got, like, 50 or something. I was like, yes! This is amazing! 50 in one go. And I I remember, uh, because I was with my wife at the time, but we were just dating. And I was just like, I'm going to spend... $200, $200 cuz i think it was 2005 uh like early 2005 i'm like i'm going to spend like $200 on video games but there's like a bunch of them so please understand <laughs> <laughs> Like and she's just just like this didn't go as
0: well as I expected, Johnny. I thought you were gonna say, like, yeah, a few years back I found a Super Mario Duck Hunt or something. No,
1: never. Like, seriously. I haven't since two thousand ten, I don't know if I've ever found something in a flea market. And over here it's just everything is always picked. It's always picked. There's just people here who that's their job, and it's never my job. So, you know, I'm never gonna beat those people at
0: their own game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm gonna say Three years ago, I found a stack of super common N64 games at Goodwill, and I brought them up to the counter, and they were like, wow, we just put those out four minutes ago, and someone already bought them. I'm like, oh, well, that's why they're sitting here. Okay. And then uh, two years ago at a flea market, I wasn't looking for games, uh, I found a cart-only copy of Hellish. Is that what it's called on the Genesis? Uh, Yeah. And it looked crappy, so I didn't even ask what it costs. So there's, there's my thrifting stories. I mean, go knock yourself out. If you enjoy thrifting, that's great. But if you, if it's like your primary way of building your game collection, your game collection is basically going to be full of rolling the dice on random garbage. But you my should, opinion. you should join the, the Reddit, uh,
1: retro gaming thread or whatever, because those guys are full of like epic score, just got these at a goodwill. And it's like $22 worth of
0: games that they paid $5 for. And everyone's yeah. like, Oh my
1: God. Amazing.
0: Yeah. If you find Super Smash Brothers Melee, man, you better post that. Oh, shit. Or just yeah. take a picture of the one that you already own because you probably already own it.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of that nonsense that goes on too, which I don't understand. I don't understand the, the need for the fake accolades uh, or, you know, just getting, you know, approval from random people for a game that you actually already own, but just going to tell people you found. That's a pet peeve. It's not that off.
0: We, we live in a world where we we don't have social interaction anymore. So we need. To get the validation of strangers on the internet by pretending something happened that really didn't. Well, what I'm not saying don't join a community and don't do those sorts of, like, don't
1: post pictures. Obviously, I'm on Instagram. I post pictures. I like to inter- interact with people that way.
0: I like seeing your guys' pictures. What I'm saying is don't fake it. Like, you know who the realist retro gamers are? They're on uh, Vero. Yeah, be posted on Vero, Johnny? No, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, because it broke too many
1: times. Like, I wanted to go on and use something with an algorithm that was just like timeline-based so I could see people's stuff, but nope, they fucked that up. Cool. Couldn't handle the load. I just
0: wanted to make a That's Vero because I figured it, it was a oh, good one. Uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a child. All right, tell me what sucks about buying video games, Johnny.
1: Okay, so the next thing that I really don't like is Best Offer. And this isn't on eBay so much, but this is very much in forums. I hate when people put a for sale or offer thread up and they basically, I mean, it's like a game that definitely has like a price point, but they're like, oh yeah, just throwing that up for offer. I'm not going to put a price on it. And they're basically trying to trick you into naming a price that's more than what they have in their head that they would take. So you're playing this fucking game with them. You're like, okay, what do I think that this person thinks it's worth? So I'm going to say that much and see if they they take it. And then they come back all offended like, oh, I couldn't possibly take so little for this. Do you know how much this game is worth? It's worth X dollars. It's like, well, fuck face, if you knew it was worth X dollars, why didn't you tell me it's worth X dollars and then just be willing to negotiate? Like put it for a little more than that. Say like so I can come in and be like, oh, it's five hundred dollars. Well, would you take four fifty? They're like, yeah, maybe I could do four fifty, but don't say like four best offer. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Would you take three fifty? And they're all you're all like, oh, low baller, you fucking asshole! How dare you! How dare you, sir? Like, come on, really?
0: I don't don't make me fucking do this with you. I don't want I just, to. I just don't play that game, Johnny. There's there's always another cartridge with someone who knows how to price their games. On that, GameTZ, you can actually leave note. You can like, put a little note in people's profile, and everyone who doesn't price their games, and I just put a note and like, doesn't want to be bothered with pricing their games.
1: Yeah. Because like,
0: uh, I just don't want to do that. Yeah, that's the other thing. Don't be fucking lazy. Don't make me go do the work for
1: you. You're like, I just found this epic score at a flea market. Now these assholes can do all the work you and I hate it it
0: so there's a like there's some of these guys on Nintendo age who they've got like this really cool like homebrew stuff that's like kind of older and rarer and they don't price it but they also don't just put it in a no reserve auction on eBay so like some of this stuff like I have fuck money for like I want to throw Bitcoin money at your stupid game that's been on my want list for two years but like I'm not I'm not just gonna like give you a random offer because this is basically unpriceable. Because you bought it for, you know, $40 in 2008, and now what's it worth? It hasn't sold on eBay in the past six years, so who freaking knows? You have to come up with the price, and people it like, decide if they want to pay it. Like Hoppin' Mad? Like Hop no and no Mad? one cares about Hoppin' Mad. Come Stop on,
1: it. this is exactly the
0: type of game you're talking about. Uh, I know, but no one really wants that. I, I mean, 2008 I, is maybe too early. What do I want? I, I want Action I 53. A... You got Action 53? That's what I, I want. I've got to hop in, Matt, for you though. Come on, nope. Give me just... some of that
1: sweet coin. I pro- i promise that and the other game. I'll mail tomorrow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can yeah, you? Man. Do you still need every single Xbox game in that thing? I really—I need to do I my do. spring cleaning. Okay. Yeah,
1: I do. Oh man.
0: <laughs> anyway, so yeah.
1: I hope that bothers other people, too. And I hope that you guys aren't the people who do that. But it is super annoying. You're like losing
0: if, me as a customer entirely if you don't price your things. Yeah. I like well, buying stuff, man. I like, buy a lot like, of games.
1: Yeah, me too. I It's like, I spend a lot of money on games. I, help me. Help me give you my money. Help me. That if The other just, thing. If it's
0: a freaking thing where it's, like, just games, like, you've got some card-only games in average condition, it's like, just go to price charting, take 10% off the price and put it up and see what it does. Like, how hard is it to do that?
1: Yeah, okay. So uh, here's my part two to all that. Uh, people on forums who ask for eBay prices, knock that shit off. You know, d- don't quote me. If we're in a forum or whatever, don't quote me eBay high on a game that's not actually rare. Uh, if if a game is actually like only sells once or twice a year, then whatever. We, we can talk about it. Um, but if like, not that I'm buying a Mario three, but if I'm trying to buy a Mario three for you, and you're like, oh, that's gonna be twenty four dollars. Why would I like why would I pay you what eBay High is or even eBay for this? That's I would just go to eBay. I get eBay bucks back. That's the other thing I don't understand forms When you do that, if I then have an option, I have so much more protection, and I get incentives from eBay to buy from them or use my PayPal account to protect myself. Like, why would I, why would I do this? Why would I just like on a form, like friends and family, you $20 when I could just go on eBay and spend $20, get, uh, like, you know, 5% back on my credit card, uh, because i can pay with the credit card part of my PayPal account. Uh, and then also get the eBay bucks back. Like, why would I, why would I pay you this money? I
0: just, that's bad business. So this is the the pettiest revenge story I have. There was okay. a a copy of Bug on eBay for twenty bucks, and some guy on, on Game had a copy of Bug for sale. He didn't want to price it, and I'm like, "All right, I'll I'll give you twenty bucks because I want to make this deal on the forum rather than Game Tz." I I gave him exactly what the unsold bite now was on eBay, and he's like, "No, I can only do twenty four bucks." What the? So I bought the one on eBay. He's like, yours is going to be in worse condition. The one I got on eBay is freaking mint, shipped in a box. And then like two years later, after this deal happened, I saw him trying to sell his copy of Bug for twenty dollars, and it made me just made me feel so happy inside. Well, yeah, that's great. Well, you, you know I preach that too. Like just being liquid.
1: Like you know, if you hold on to shit, if you are in the business of selling things, and you're quibbling over like that dollar or two, but you're and you're that guy who holds up for three years or you're like, oh, I don't know if I actually want to sell it because I think it'll be worth more money later. You're just denying yourself opportunity. That that comes at an opportunity cost. I mean, we're not going to do the, let me explain how money works and how shelf space works episode and like why being liquid. We've already done that episode. Um, But go maybe review that
0: one if you are this person, like help yourself out. You don't have to worry when when you're asked because you just don't sell anything and you're set. Well, you sell at conventions. You buy too many lots. Johnny. I I don't buy too many. I the only ones I get like the only time I'm selling is mostly was
1: this horde of extras that I built up over years and years. I just go to conventions now to hang out with a lot of people. I know like, oh, Johnny, you want to join me at my table or you want a table at this convention? I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll take one. Here's the other thing at a convention. If the table is like a hundred bucks and the ticket is like forty to get in, a lot of times I'll just get a table. That way I've got a home base. I can go put stuff down. I can sit down for a little while. I'm fat and old, dude. I want to take a break. Also, you got a place to congregate with people. You know, sit down. You can eat like a human being rather than
0: literally anywhere at a convention. You're just throwing money around because you're crazy, is what you're telling me. No, 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 no. (laughs) Home base. I just buy tables at conventions to hang out at them. Well,
1: I mean, I also advertise this podcast, so that's like a thing I do. I put buttons out, and then I I throw some things on the table, and if they sell, great. If they don't, no big deal. But also, if you come up to me, I'm very, very rarely am I like, I I won't talk to you about a price, unless I've already told you, look, I'm, I'm giving you a deal. Like, this is already the deal price, which is usually what I do, and usually why my stuff will sell, even though it's like crappy, is because I've got deal pricing on usually all of my stuff. It's already like... Uh, oh my God! Why are you only selling this for five dollars? It's like a fifteen dollar game. It's like, well, because I got it for like three. So just if I can make a f- couple bucks, great. And I want it gone. Cool.
0: John, but that's the back. The world that's, needs more people like you.
1: That's the whole like, hey, staying liquid. I'm not like. Also, get out of my house. Like I, I have. I need all the room I can get back. Anyways, yeah, what's I, mean, your- yeah, I
0: just um, I need to just give a bunch of stuff away because <laughs> I'm dying here too. Yep. Um, what's your next one? So it's again. I like I like combining a bunch of things and just talking about a general concept. So it's lists of games, the concept of full sets of games, and as a side note, the people who have started saying "full set" as a single word, I'm starting with that. That drives me crazy. That could be its own pet peeve. What the fuck is a full set? Are we talking full about set? packs of ROMs being traded on Wares sites in 1999? like
1: yes they yeah, talk about they're
0: talking about physical games as a full set it's just what where did this come from that, i don't that's like a... calling anything a full set because it's it's never true unless you have every single copy of every single snes game that's ever been produced ever you don't have the full set of
1: snes games and every revision and every everything
0: no i mean like every physical cartridge like hundreds of millions of cartridges oh. in your
1: house okay well yeah you and i disagree on on how extreme you should be on that but I, yeah. I see what you
0: mean. Because if you want to go into it, it's like, OK, you've got every ver- every revision, every variant, everything. All right. So are we looking at chips? Do you have the MX chips and the, you know, the Samsung chips? Are We're looking at the boards. Oh, you got the Samsung battery and the Duracell battery in there. All right. I'm going crazy now. But um, yeah, you're you're a crazy human being. You said before, like you'll go up to people and say like, I got a full set of NES games or you clarified to me before the show. You'll, you would say I have the full license set of NES games where I like being super specific about all that. I like saying like, oh, I've got the licensed US retail NES cartridge only set without stadium events. Oh, it's so nice and specific. There's no vague terms that need to be clarified. You know exactly what 768 loose cartridges I'm talking about. Well,
1: what, what I said was I am specific about not owning stadium events. I will tell you it's – and my answer on this varies depending on who the audience is. If, and I, I think you should vary your answer based on the audience because when, like, someone at work – you know, I work at a clothing apparel company. that Everyone's fairly sporty. Most of these people aren't sitting around playing video games ever. You know, didn't do it as a kid. They, like, mountain bike hike and climb and stuff. They – find out i collect video games like oh wow you collect video games like what do you collect yeah i got a bunch of nintendo games you know i have a lot i don't usually go well i have a full set of sega genesis uh i'm nearly done with playstation i'm working on xbox nintendo 60 like i'm just not gonna bore them because they're not that interested they just want to know i have a lot of games and they're acknowledging that right so if i'm talking to someone who does kind of know i'll say oh you know I've got a complete set of unlicensed Nintendo games minus stadium events, and if I'm talking to someone or I won't even I won't say license, I'll just say I have a complete set of Nintendo games, uh, but I'm missing one. I'm missing stadium events, and then I'll give them a little anecdote about video game collecting about how expensive stadium events is. So I'll just like so they can kind of understand what the video game collecting world is like, and then they're like, "Oh my God, that's crazy, And you give them that like you share that little piece with them, and that's fun. But that's usually where it goes. If I'm talking very specifically to collectors, I'm like, it's a licensed set, uh, minus stadium events, uh, this and this. I'm also missing like one manual here. I, wa- I want to do a couple card upgrades. Like, I get some specific if the right person asks the question. But not everyone requires that level of detail, nor should they be given it, or they're just going to be like, okay, nerd, I-, I don't care.
0: I mean, this is why my-, my pet peeve goes off when you say, like, I've got the license set. I'm like, no... You- you don't got all those PAL games. You don't got right. And and Hero that's Turtles. that's what I'm
1: saying. If you're talking know, to I someone know. in the United States, they don't assume you mean I've got all the stuff from from Japan and all the Europe. They they live here, so they they are using their own collective experience and reflecting back and thinking about what they would think too. They're not like thinking about Japan, so they are understanding what you mean.
0: All right, and so I need to. I think I said 768. I meant to say 670. Six, God, someone is going to be like, "Oh, what games are you talking about?" Oh, thank also, God you like talking... to be so
1: specific. Yeah,
0: right. when talking to like regular people who don't collect video games, I just usually say like, "I got, I got a lot of Nintendo games," and then they can be in their head like, "Oh, this guy's got all ninety-seven Nintendo tapes." Wow, he thinks is such a cool guy. There was a person there's like an you're ins- when you were talking with your insurance person, and they're like, "Wow, this guy really likes his video games." That's how I basically talk to the the. <laughs> people not in the hobby.
1: Yeah. I, I was actually just at a meeting and I was at a meeting at work. And one of the people who's one of my friends at work, she brings up, she's like, she's like, Oh yeah, this maniac, he collects video games. Cause they were talking about collecting stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I got a lot of video games. And this other girl's like, well, how many is a lot? I'm like, what would you think a lot of video games is? <laughs> uh, Cause I'm curious, you know, I'm a curious individual. Uh, I'm like, so to you, what would be a lot of video games? She's like, I don't know, like a hundred would be like a lot of games. I'm like 10,000. She was like, what? (laughs) You you just see, they're like trying to process that number. And it's like, uh, and then you show them pictures and they're just like, they're, they can't, they can't take, they're just like, what happened? You can see you kind of wrecked them a little bit. And I, I enjoy that. I enjoy really? when I get that. No, I'm talking moments. to
0: one of these people from like these Star Wars hoarders shows where they never grew up and they just want all these stupid toys.
1: Yeah, well, I, I enjoy it like when well, they they see it and a lot of times they go, "Oh, well, at least it's organized." I do get that comment a lot because oh, I think people do think that it's just like a pile in my fucking house like I I'm just like, "No, nope, I'm never going to clean that." That goes actually segue right into my next well, I got, more, I got more. I oh, got more to talk about with. Oh, I'm with sorry. Full, go it's ahead. not
0: just when people go say full set. I, I like like knowing you know we're talking about SNES full set. Like, are we talking unlicensed count? Does Max count? Does does the cartridge the competition cartridges count? They were sold Nintendo Power, but they were used. Everyone can kind of make their own lists. So what I really hate is I before I made my own spreadsheets of things, like I would download all these freaking video game collecting apps and they would all come preloaded with here's the list of nes games and some of them would just be like yeah we threw we threw pal exclusives in the list and you can't take those out those are just in there now uh game genie's in the list because why not and then they'll have like zelda and the zelda classic series will be two separate things and that's fine if the guy who made the app considers that the full set of nes games but basically everyone can have a different list I'm not one of these people who thinks like, you can collect whatever you want. If you want to not get stadium events and say, I have every single licensed NES game because it's really just world-class track meet, it's okay. I, I don't think that, but when it comes to like the actually on the edge stuff, like max, if you don't have that, then I think, you know, someone's allowed to say they have a full set.
1: Which is not a term I like using. Maybe everyone else got my joke. I was, you were talking about how specific you like to be. So I tried to move you on so you could be less specific. That was my, my fun I didn't move. The joke. Yeah. I, that, I don't think i maybe that was a little too meta,
0: but leave, yeah, leave a I comment was, on this web zone. If you actually understood that joke. Yeah. yeah if that was, did I, did I not
1: do a good job conveying that? I agree with you on the list thing. I hate a bad list. I hate a bad list so much, which is why I went through and like mapped out the Sega CD stuff. And it's, I find that fairly annoying because I did that with people and then said our guy gets more of the credit than I do, which I find annoying. Did he start the thread? uh, Yeah, exactly. He started (laughs) the thread. We actually had both started threads and his was incorrect. And we kind of got into a fight about it. Uh, And this is back in the Sega, Sega 16 days before even Sega age was a thing, uh, sister site to Nintendo age. Uh, We were fighting about it. And then... On Sega, he was the first guy who made that thread again, so it got to be his. Even though I did uh, a lot of work on that as well, I was I I get a little a little annoyed because that that is like a a pet peeve for me. Is just I always believe you should credit people uh, when they do that kind of hard work, that research. Because I don't think research ever gets enough credit. Like people in this hobby just go through life, and things are so much easier now than they used to be, and they're just like, "That's great," and
0: you're just like. This information has always been on the internet. Yeah. This list of PS2 games. No one spent five years arguing with their peers trying to compile it. Yeah, I definitely
1: didn't fight people over whether the good deal games were officially licensed Sega games or not. Or F Penn and Teller was a real thing. Or all this other stuff that, like on the Sega Genesis cardboard box things, I can't tell you how many fights I got into with people. I mean, fighting like an idiot on the internet with people, telling them, like, uh, my favorite phrase, Pixar didn't happen. And they're like, well, from my childhood, I definitely remember. I'm like, yeah, because memory is perfect. It's never had flaws, and it can never be influenced, and there's never merging. A- anyways, to go read a study on how imperfect memory is and why people can't be co- convicted on that alone, and we'll see what what stands up in court. Um, anyways, I'm, so I'm that, candiding now.
0: That That Sega CD list is like, you think Sega CD is a, it's a super simple set. There's like 140, 150 games and there's not a lot of weirdness. There's not a lot of unlicensed stuff except for like the bootleg good good, old, good deal game stuff. And that list is like the shining example of how I wish we could have every single video game console listed out cuz it has it has like all the licensed games and then it has all the pack-ins and then it has all the variants including disc and packaging variants. And then there's just another section that's like, here's all the weird stuff. There's this Sega Multimedia disc or something. Like, I don't know yeah. what this is, but we got a picture of it.
1: Yeah, co- colors, of modern, colors of Modern Rock and, yeah, uh, you know, the karaoke disc, that's also a pack-in. And here's this Encyclopedia disc, Compton's Encyclopedia. Red text, blue text, and
0: black text. <laughs> like, you could know... You can know nothing about Sega CD, go in there and be like, okay, I want to collect the 142 games, or you could be like, I want to collect the 142 games and these packing things. Like, You would know what to pick. Like, When you go to Nintendo, it's just kind of like chaos between licensed, unlicensed, different regions, all that. So anyway, what did, what's that Sega Multimedia Disc? It's like red, right? I have no idea what that is. I've had Which an eBay one? save search and it never comes up.
1: The The hard one to find is Colors of Modern Rock.
0: No, there's a different one. It's like, it's a weird one.
1: Are you sending me an image of it?
0: Nope. I'm just going to look up the name of it and then tell it to you. Oh, okay. Oh, I want to go to the collector's guide, 2.0. Also yeah. started by uh, that who, guy who's not you. Who
1: yeah, and then the other guy's like, <laughs> I credit Shiatan. I'm like, fuck you, man. Like, I'm like, and then he did it wrong. He's like, I think we should do this. And it's like one of these new nouveau guys. I'm like, don't fucking assume to talk to me about Sega CD, buddy. Okay? Because you definitely don't
0: know more about Sega CD than me. All right, so Sega Multimedia Studio. What is that? It says it's got music from Jurassic Park and Batman Returns. What is it under? Oh, it's under pack What was I packed in with?
1: I need to see what it looks like, because I'm not...
0: Oh, yeah, that's, um...
1: Yeah, it's just, like, in one of the flip-outs. Let me... Hold on, let me go, let me go look.
0: Are you going to go get yours?
1: I know I have that disc, because I think that's my picture. <laughs> all right. It's probably in like one of the console boxes, right? I assume so. Cause now I'm curious what the fuck it is. Like, where yeah. is it? I mean, cause that's my old desk
0: at work. Like, all, all of this freaking stuff, I just have eBay save searches forever and it never comes up. Like, the top hit sampler, like, you'll see that every once in a while, like, a complete XI comes up and it has it. And I'm like, I'm not gonna spend $500 to get this stupid disc. Same thing with what is XI? I really want that. Some of these, they're not even Sega CD format discs. A lot of them are just freaking CDs. Anyway, I'm getting off on a real tangent. Yep. I, like, I like your list, Johnny. You're, you're a great person. But, but part of the fun of not having like this, these 100% definitive lists, that's the fun of collecting games is that you can research, choose what you want to collect and, you know, find out what's going on out there. You know, it's pretty unlikely you're going to come across a new Nintendo game these days. But, you know, even then there was that that rare FIFA 14 release on 3DS and Wii that collectors really didn't know about until like the past few months, year, right? Yep, that's true. It happens. And if you, if you, so you're, you're probably not going to find Nintendo game, but you want to be a pioneer, go into Xbox or PS3 and just start documenting the shit out of variants and like what is out there, because I guarantee you there's no 100% list on any of that stuff. There are people who think they have 100% lists of everything that's out there on those, but it's definitely not out there. True. Go find me a list of Xbox Xbox discs on the internet right now that includes, like, the Alias demo that I've only ever seen one picture of ever, or the uh, Grand Theft Auto Double Pack Greatest Hits, which I've never even seen it fully complete. I've only seen the discs. So...
1: Yeah, no, it, it's... You can
0: go be a pioneer.
1: Yeah, th- and that's kind of like when I was collecting Genesis and Sega CD. That's what was fun about it. I've told you I like to do research. I enjoy that kind of thing, so let's uh, let's go do it and see where, what happens.
0: All right. Well, Johnny, what do you got now?
1: Um, I don't have any more pet peeves. I'm done now.
0: Well, we got a grand finale then, Johnny. Here it is.
1: No, no, you have one more. You have your favoriteest thing. Yeah, Hidden Gems. Tell me no, how much I you like. to put
0: that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So real quick, there's no more hidden gems there. That's it. There's done. If I hear one more person tell me that the freaking guardian legend is a hidden gem or anything, Solomon's key, whatever you're going to cubicle. I don't know what people even consider hidden gems. There's only 600 something Nintendo games, guys. There's, there's way more Nintendo.
1: Games. Yeah. Be, be specific. You mean there's no more hidden games on Nintendo.
0: No, there's no more hidden gems on any old systems. What you can go into the PS2, where there's what 1600, 2000 games in the PS2, more than that. You go Uh, into the Wii, uh, I disagree. I I still think you
1: like, I don't think there's any there, like up to like modern Nintendo stuff. I don't think there's hidden gems. Uh, I think on the PS2, definitely there is still, but even that's running thin, and I still think there's maybe one or two. Out there on the PlayStation, on sure, the first because that's a huge because library of, that right. no one
0: talks about. Right, right. I, st- so, I see PlayStation games I've never heard of all the time, but right. we've been discussing Nintendo games and SNES games. Yeah, no, forever.
1: I, I yeah, I agree with you there. And those are the that's the the console that drives the collector's market is still Nintendo, which is I said this last episode. Why I stay Nintendo specific and like the pricing and why I look at that to so get the pricing of of retro collecting, because it is the sole driver, like, not the sole, but the the majority driver of the collector's market. It sets prices, that's the thing people identify with. I like Sega 2, I like Turbo 2, but it's Nintendo's pushing the market and the prices. So we just just accept that and move on and then go collect in your niche area and you'll be fine.
0: So I, I tried, I, just as a fun game for myself, I tried to come up with the most obscure Nintendo games, and I came up with Pro Sport Hockey and Galactic Crusader because I couldn't think of, like, any, like, really good game that people, like, aren't really aware of because everyone's aware sports of Pro their-
1: Sport Hockey has been, like has been expensive for years yeah i
0: know for years but like, if you ask like the regular guy in the street he won't know it but like no
1: he's like what the fuck is that you're like oh it's this obnoxious game that's been expensive for the last decade for for reasons people can't identify
0: i, I just i looked for uh i looked for nes hidden gems on youtube to see when the most recent video was uploaded two weeks ago this guy thinks that in 2018 there's more hidden gems he's got dr chaos WrestleMania challenge? <laughs> is it All Jackal? Right. Is that Jackal? Oh my God! Get out! All right. Okay, Ag- agree
1: with you on the hidden <laughs> gem thing. Um, and now let's let's do our favorite one. Uh, do you I want me to say do it, it or do you want to do it? This is like the big one we agreed on.
0: Video game collectors who complain that other video game collectors are ruining the hobby for them. All right, did we do any of that in this episode? Uh, we don't we don't complain about video game collectors here. We're we a very inclusive bunch. We want you to listen, subscribe, and give us five stars on iTunes. We,
1: we do. We do want that very much.
0: And Even if, if we you said could do something that, for that me, you do all the thank time. Thank
1: you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, these are our pet peeves. It does not mean that we're necessarily right or wrong. But I'm sure you guys also have a list. But yes, people who just go in, especially if you go into Thread and tell me how X collector is ruining the hobby, and you're just like, get out of here. no the hobby it, the hobby is a large collect, collective of individuals group think is a thing that happens it's not one person it's not one type but yeah basically we get into this area and a lot of times i find this tied into one of my other pet peeves that i wanted to just include this is the gamers like gamers who also happen to buy games and kind of collect but Those they don't really consider jerks. that they consider themselves gamers before collectors, and they're like, "Yeah, them collectors are ruining the hobby." Doesn't matter that I spent two hundred dollars on this game; it's those collectors who are doing it. It's like Johnny well, shelf
0: collectors are hoarding all the games, and they're leaving none of the games left for the people who actually want to enjoy them. I don't know, play a ROM, Johnny. I went to the thrift store, and those resellers—they took up all the video games before I could buy them.
1: Should have been there sooner,
0: Johnny collectors are they push the price of earthbound up to eight hundred dollars what about the regular people who want to buy earthbound
1: get a job and save your money well yeah well, that's literally those are my rebuttals for the would it be nice if everything was cheap and everybody could have everything yeah but that's not that's not the world we live in and the, the minute you start complaining about price, you don't even know how bad it is for the people in europe jesus those people <laughs> are really fucked Especially like the ones buying get, NTSC games. Oh my god! Well, that and if you are trying to be a PAL collector, you think like Super Nintendo games are expensive here. Look at PAL Super Nintendo games. You will, you will just cry. Like, um, go look at our buddy Jay Knox on Instagram, and that guy. I mean, he's he's got an amazing collection and everything. His game room looks awesome, but if you want to hear someone tell you about the pain of PAL collecting. He will do that for you. And then just, you think it's complicated for us to make a list here? You're talking about games that we all just call them PAL games, but it could be Scandinavian. It could be UK. It could be French. It could be German. It could be in Spain. Like, there's so many different regions. And the only thing that really separates them is this stupid little, like, colored corner. So you know which region it's from? It's madness over there.
0: It's all 50 hertz garbage anyway. Who cares?
1: And, well, and then, like, some games don't come out in some territory. So it's not like, well, we released all these games in this territory. Oh, no, these two territories got an exclusive. Australia, considered PAL, also has this exclusive. That never came to France, but it was in Germany. Uh, but Scandinavia, they got just, they got the UK one, but they got a, a written-out Scandinavian manual. Like, what the f- Just no.
0: Just you're know. like a, a mom who their kid's not eating their dinner, and they're like, There are starving kids in Africa. They don't even have video games. They spend their entire month's salary buying one NES cart. I, I do feel
1: that way, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, so when I find people complaining about who over here, it's just like, you know what? People are going to collect. This is the cycle. Um, I understand that they were cheaper before, and it sucks that they're more expensive now. And, you know, but not everybody's going to have everything. Like, but, I
0: don't know. Some of hopefully... the games that people complain about, it's like, oh, the, the collectors, they pushed the Earthbound up to $800. No, they didn't.
1: No, YouTube did. Whatever
0: the reason on this stupid Earth that you want Earthbound is the reason that Earthbound is $800. Yeah, you don't want Earthbound because you want you played it in 1995 and it's this great thing that you want to revisit. It's not a childhood favorite. You don't even want to play it because it's $8 on Virtual Console right now. You want it so you can put it on your freaking shelf and have the semi-prestige that comes with owning a copy of Earthbound.
1: But you wanna, but you don't want to call yourself a collector. You're like, oh, I'm a gamer, even though I still own all these games, and I would call this my collection of video games if someone
0: asked me. But I am not a collector. Do not confuse me, sir yeah if you if if you complain about shelf collectors and you own more than five video games it's like oh why do you own these video games well well some are my favorites and some i'm gonna get around i'm gonna get around to all of them i hate people who new pet peeve people who say they're gonna get around to all their games and they've got like a thousand games no you're not shut up
1: backlist (laughs) this is my backlist i'm getting there though i'm gonna get through all them and i'm gonna keep buying games i'm gonna play all these i'm not a collector I'm oh, going to play, I got, I know there's 300 of them here, and some of these are PS2 games that I've had since the PS2 came out, but I'm going to get to them, y'all. Don't worry. That's someone very specific that I know who does that, in it? I just want to face punch every time.
0: And then, like, every sometimes time. they have, you, you'll you look at their collection, you'll find something cool, and you're like, oh, that found it, they've got, like, a copy of, like, Magical Chase. I mean, I'm just saying, if we're looking at TurboGraphs collector, you got Magical Chase, like, you don't know Magical Chase to play it. You think that's don't. an interesting collectible. <laughs>
1: Yeah, don't don't bring up turbo collectors. They're insane.
0: Yeah, all right. Like you, don't bring you up. I collect turbo, but I don't think I'm insane. It's like maybe you have this stuff on your shelf cuz you might think it's an interesting collectible and even though you have 500 games and you're saying you're not a collector, you
1: might be a collector. But a lot of the turbo collectors think they're just gamers and then have like these amazing turbo collections. I mean, a lot of turbo collectors are diehards. Like they they will fucking catch you. Don't fuck with them. I we talked about this in an episode. I walked into a hornet's nest, and then like immediately after that, I saw like it was like a week later, some some guy made a post looking for like a turbo duo, and it was like a second post. I was like, you poor dumb bastard. I'm like, if you did not read my
0: thread and learn from my mistakes. So these people who are complaining, what what's the solution? There's so many Untapped areas of video game collecting. You could collect, you know, old Verizon phones with games trapped on. That's a terrible example. You can collect Palm OS games. You can get super nitty gritty into documenting all of the Xbox 360 variants and collector's editions and product numbers and release dates better than anyone has ever done. And you could do that all for like next to nothing.
1: Yeah, you can buy lots and like lots on eBay, hundreds of 360 games. For not that much money. And you can do that day in and day out. Go be this, that guy.
0: The, the hobby is more than collecting complete sets of high dollar Nintendo games and showing off your copy of Hagane on your top shelf of your $60 Ikea to Tulf glass display case. The best games ever made are cheap and you'll actually want to play them. And if you can't afford stadium events, there's all this other weird, obscure stuff with interesting stories that's still out there that no one cares about. But you just, you just you're just you complaining because you want that Earthbound and you want to put it behind you in your YouTube show and be like, check that shit out. Earthbound over here, little Samson over here, this guy.
1: Yeah, I did it. I'm, a, I'm not a collector, I'm a gamer. These are good games. These are the good ones. I didn't pay $800 because I wanted to collect it. I think it's just an excellent game to play, and I stand by that.
0: Oh, fuck off. God. <laughs> Damn, this is this is why this is the last one. This is the worst <laughs> one. Yeah, it's super annoying. Right. And for all those people who
1: said they wanted more voices in the episode, I think I got you covered this round. I think I did it. Not intentionally, but I, I think I I think I got you there. So there you go. Thanks. All right, Tyler. We all appreciate it. Let's let's move on to uh, the next one. We'll bring back. I think we'll bring back that voice Uh, collector guy who's not who says he's not a collector. (laughs) All right. I did not spend that money on that game because I wanted it just for myself. No, sir. No, sir. I am playing these games because I am a gamer. I'm a gamer first. I'm never a collector. Those guys are ruining the hobby. They're the reason it's $800. They're the reason I had to do this. Do you know how much blood and semen I had to sell to buy this game?
0: I like how mercy. he's like from Texas. So. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's from somewhere. I, that's not like a real accent and I fell in and out of it a few times. Wasn't yeah, sorry. We'll
0: pretend you're but not the- you're not stereotyping a certain type of person. We know, i wasn't stereotyping don't anyway. mess with texas uh fuck texas boom i said it yeah, what? seriously god Corey, Corey so just... and
1: your corgis you are an exception sir
0: nope Whole, yep just god. i
1: think he's in austin anyways austin austin's all right all yeah. right johnny well
0: what are you buying and what are you playing what am i buying I am buying turbo graphics games. Oh, you're one of these turbo guy. You probably oh, you pretend that you're playing all this crap, but you're really just putting I, it in boxes on a shelf. No,
1: no, no. I'm not not playing it at all.
0: <laughs> it's it's nope. just so funny to hear <laughs> someone just admit that because no
1: one admits that. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Not playing those turbo games. I mean, uh, here's what I like about the turbo. There's a lot of cool games for it that aren't on every system. So it doesn't have that many ports, at least if you are sticking to the U.S. releases. Not if you're on like the PC Engine. So I like that. I like the boxes. I think those are neat. It's fairly unique. The U card is unique. It's not like a cartridge. I mean, you know, there's a lot of interesting things going on. Also, the whole system is a mess. So I've I found it interesting to collect for. Also, I haven't ever drive with every game on it. Johnny, you pirate. I know.
0: They're the still selling thing, those
1: games on the Virtual Console, Johnny. I I have played. Uh, actually, I've played quite a few games on Turbo, and I've played a few like Blazing Lasers and stuff on Virtual Console back on the Wii when it was first released. But Beyond Sha- Shadowgate is a game that I specifically bought my Turbo Duo to play. So, it's not that I never play retro games or have a system that I collect for that I play games for. Specifically, I bought a Turbo Duo to play Beyond
0: Shadowgate. Uh, did you, you've played through it already? Yep. You like that game? I forgot. Should I play yeah. that? Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was... Do you like Shadowgate?
1: Do you like any other the like Shadowgate. Shadowgates? It looks yeah. more
0: like... It's adventure-y. more of a... Pla-
1: it is a little more adventury, so it's less point and click, but it still has some of those classic Shadowgate moments,
0: which I enjoy. All right, cool. One of these days. I think that that's... It's ahead of Newtopia 2 and whatever other stupid... The legendary Acts 2. Like, it's ahead of yeah. those. Newtopia <laughs> I've played. That was fun. I'm, no one's accusing you of never playing your games, Johnny.
1: No, I'm just saying, but I will admit 90% of what I buy is not to play. I'm just going to put it on a shelf and I'm going to enjoy it that way.
0: So my Sorry. excuse is that 40% of what I buy is really like this library. Cause I just love browsing all the games and trying to find something to play. But the other 60% is like definitely never going to play any of it. And it's not like I'm ever going to play the whole 40%. I just like having it. So I don't have to like go buy it on eBay. Just grab it off the shelf.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, what did you, what did you, did you tell us what you bought?
1: No, I said I bought a. I got well. I showed a picture of it already this week, but I show got Shadow of the Beast and Sim Earth. I bought that Star Fox, uh, Circuit City Survival Guide. So that was cool. Oh yeah, for Star Fox Adventures. Oh
0: wait, no, that had like soda in it. Yeah, the Jones. It had a
1: and toilet paper and an air freshener and some stickers.
0: Oh, that is the thing that came with the toilet paper. All right, that's
1: a little bit yeah. cooler
0: then. All right,
1: yeah, it wasn't just a it wasn't just a soda, and it made me remember that Circuit City was the thing, and I forgot about it. So I wonder what other Circuit City exclusives there are. So that's been a thing I've been oh, kind of looking into.
0: Gonna have an episode soon once you figure oh, it out.
1: Circuit City, yeah, buddy. No, it's not that much. I also bought Jeff and Jeff for the Turbo Graphics. That's JJ and Jeff. Either. Oh yeah, sorry, JJ and Jeff. I actually already had it, but. The, this one had the box and it was the same price as a box by itself. So I just bought that and threw that into my trade pile. And hopefully someone wants that. I got a couple of PlayStation games. Like I got Tom and Jerry and fantastic four to add to the set. So there's a few things I mean, but nothing like nothing high dollar really are super exciting. Um, it's, it's been kind of what
0: I bought this week. So don't worry
1: about uh, it. Yeah. I mean, it's been kind of a low here. So what'd you buy?
0: Alright. Don't yell at me. This is only gonna take like thirty oh seconds. I've been going on this this huge rabbit hole buying comic books because I want to fully understand the impact of Crisis on Infinite Earths. And just to cue our oh. listeners in, Crisis on Infinite Earths, it was an event in the mid eighties that rebooted the whole DC universe. So it's basically. Have 50 you been years reading of- like the New Fifty Two and stuff? I kind I read I read the New Fifty Two when it was new. Okay. So I Did you read 52 and then new 52? Did you go through all of that? No. I've I've done none of the DC stuff in the middle. I've like read like random Batman stories. I'm not into comic books very much. So I want to understand comic books. Like just DC cuz screw Marvel. I don't care about Marvel. I like Batman. I'm Batman. Fair. All right. So I've been buying thousands of comic books between the 1930s and 80s. Like collected editions, not individual books, to give myself like a cliff note context. For this event that reboots the universe and then just throws all of it out, like I understand the stories will still be there, but I'm just reading thousand, a thousand books. I gave myself, I made a little reading list, and I've just been buying books like crazy. Why didn't you just buy a subscription service on like Comicology? There's nothing. there's nothing for DC. Their really? DC's not part of the Comicsology subscription and they don't oh, have really? their own service. It's Marvel ridiculous. Does. Yeah, Marvel Yeah, used,
1: Marvel's like, read everything, give us 10 bucks.
0: Oh my God, I wish it was like Marvel.
1: God uh, sucks. Man, oh I've had a hard drive that had the the collected DC for a long time and uh it it died which was a really sad day because i had spent so much time of my life downloading and compiling a complete dc library this was not oh, like just, a, too just much. A, well i mean it was a complete of uh, batman justice league wonder woman flash like all the big characters their whole comic runs and all their like weird sub subcom- it was it was so much it was 140 gigs of comics that i lost for dc alone it was real fucking sad.
0: I mean there were pirated comics you could just download them again, right?
1: Well, yes, but this was something I had done slowly and then as new books came out, I was maintaining it. Right. So, and this was up until like 5 years ago cuz I do buy my comics, but on new ones I would also down like download the pack and then you know, read them digitally so I didn't have to like crease my books.
0: Oh, all right. I, stopped I, mean, doing I like that I actually now. I like digital comics better than paper. I'm one of those people. But the freaking they want $2 for a book from 1947. It's like That's crazy. Give it That's to me crazy. for a dollar. What are you doing? And then there's huge gaps. So I just, I buy them physically because it's like $1 or $2 a book and then I'll resell them all when I'm done. So anyway, video games. Uh, I bought The Ooze on Sega Genesis, which is like one of those games that no one ever talks about. It's stuck in that uncommon wasteland of games that are like, you can get a good deal on these games. Yeah, the 16-bit middle. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, These are mid-tier
1: games that no one knows about, and who knows how much it'll be. Like, anybody who ever says anything about it could spike this thing through the roof. Better buy it now.
0: Yep. I got it for 20 bucks shipped. I was pretty happy with it.
1: Nice. Uh, Also, if we want to talk about other things that I bought that aren't video games, since that's apparently a thing we do now here on the show. You know,
0: I just, Uh, I literally, I've bought, like, maybe 75 trade paperbacks and (laughs) hardcovers.
1: I've been buying digital movie codes. For iTunes really? and movies anywhere, yeah, just building up my library because I feel like I should pay for media a little bit more than I do. Even though I know this doesn't help them, but like if it's on sale on iTunes for like five to seven dollars, I usually will buy it. If it is a movie, I will am legitimately going to watch again.
0: All so, right, I'm more I'm I like physical media. I don't know if you know Johnny. Uh, <laughs> cool. Do you want a bunch of DVDs? Are you interested in DVDs? No. Do you want my DVDs? No. I like good I thought... physical media. I like the peak of physical media: the Nintendo you... cartridge and the 4K Blu-ray.
1: Uh, okay, well, uh, I I don't have many 4K Blu-rays. All I have is a bunch of Blu-rays. I open. don't have any 4K Blu-ray. I don't even have a 4K TV, Johnny. Oh, why? You haven't? Remember, I didn't buy, buy that, that TCL
0: 6 series. It just came out. I'm waiting for the Artang's review, but I'm almost definitely going to get it, and I'm going to get the 65 inch, not the 55 inch, because 55 inch is for jerks. Correct. Good wow. job, Tyler. I, I Look, approve I'm doing this. doing something good. I'm just waiting All to right. make sure like it doesn't have like crazy input lag for no reason. All right. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, what'd you play? Uh, so I went on vacation to the woods, and we brought a couple Xbox 360s to relive our college days. And we played some Halo 3. That's it's Halo. Multiplayer Halo yep. is not really something that I play or have ever played, but if I had to pick a favorite Halo game, I guess it would be Halo 3 uh more importantly though i played i played just a little bit i know ben i know you listen to this podcast sometimes and i know you're gonna you're gonna call me out like you didn't really play that much of that but i want to talk about it anyway so i played trials hd and i played a little bit of splosion man and okay. you can get both of those on this ten dollar disc called the xbox 360 triple pack it also includes limbo which is by far the weakest game out of those three uh and if you haven't played trials or splosion man you should go and buy that right now because it's real cheap i've splosion played all of those things explosion man is it's just one of the most innovative platformers of this millennium all you do is move and explode uh which is like jumping but you can also activate things mid-air like exploding barrels and switches i mean i guess it's kind of like super meat boy because you're jumping off walls and some levels are puzzly and some levels are super fast and flowy It has a lot of humor it's just this wonderful delightful game and you could go play miss explosion man Which is just like way harder. It's like the Ninja Gaiden 2 of Splosion Man just like throws a bunch of garbage at you that you can't know is possibly coming. Uh, nice. Good choices. Yeah. So I'll cap it off by saying that Splosion Man runs at like a solid 25 frames a second and it's console only. So our listeners know that I think everything under 60 FPS is complete garbage. So if I'm recommending a 2.5D platformer with a horrendous frame rate, then it must be pretty freaking good.
1: Fair enough. All right. Fair enough. Uh I played some Call of Duty.
0: Oh well. That's uh
1: Yeah, that's amazing, which, right? Which one? World War II? Uh, uh I don't know. The <laughs> <laughs> the new one.
0: Love that, that.
1: That's what I played. I here's how it works. My friend and I have an Xbox family pass, so we share. So each iteration of the game, one of us buys it digitally and then the other one has it as well. And then we play together. And I play very specifically with this one friend. And they just had a DLC pack came out. So I just tested out the DLC pack. I only played for like 30 minutes.
0: It was fine. Is this like an official thing where you could share the games? Or is that something you're kind of not supposed to be doing? No, you can. It's totally a thing. All right. Do you remember PS3 game sharing? No. Oh, you can make a PS3 account. You could share it with up to five people or five separate consoles. So i get in all these groups. We'd buy an account and I would buy like every single PS3 game that came out. And I still have them all on my PS3. And then, like, a couple years before the PS3 died, they cut the limit from 5 to 2. So, I still have all my games, but now I'm in this hell where, like, if anything ever happens to my hard drive, I lose all my games because I can't re-download them anymore. So, it's Ew. just, like, one of these reasons that I'm... I'm the perpetual skeptic of all the digital services going away because I've already had so many of my licenses revoked. Not that this was a super legitimate thing I was doing by sharing an account with five people, but, I mean, yeah, this I'm scared is- of the digital future.
1: This is me and my one buddy, and if if these games go away, it's not like I'm even going to revisit them to go play them. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who gives a shit?
0: Wait, you can just get enjoyment out of a game and then stop playing it and not just have it on your shelf forever, Johnny? I can. I know. I'm an anomaly.
1: And I'm like, here, buy retro games, and then I'm out here playing Call of Duty. I know. So many questions, guys. So many questions.
0: We love you, Johnny. It's okay. Appreciate that.
1: Anyways, uh, I think that's all we got time for today, Tyler. I don't even know how long the show ran, but it feels long.
0: You know, an hour and 20 minutes. I was expecting uh, it to go, like, marathon and just be, like, a, just be wasted by the end. But this was pretty good. No, it's not even going to be 120 minutes, because we're going to cut, like, 10 minutes off. Yeah, no, we sh- did it. Don't don't tell anyone.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did it! Woo! Okay. Tyler. Johnny, where can
0: we find you on Vero? No, where could,
1: Tyler, where
0: can we find you? Uh, I'm Default Jen. Default G E N. Did you have to think about it? I just, uh, were you worried about spelling it wrong? Because I think you got <laughs> it
1: wrong. Uh, that's default. That's default gen, default J-E-N. on Instagram and Vero.
0: And you can, <laughs> you find, can look at the one <laughs> post I posted on Vero.
1: <laughs> you can find me at Johnny underscore Iucci. That's J O H N N Y underscore I U C C I. Thank you very much, and we'll catch you. Ooh, I think we're off next week because it's Memorial Day. Woo! Have a good four day weekend. We'll be back after that. Bye.